Good morning, Bunny and Campo. Now, let's, let's just go back to the beginning. So last mm-hmm. Thursday with this vote, it was five to four that the name Paul Pasali on the Paul Pasali Bridge would be kept. Now, what happened from there? Can you take us through it? Yeah, sure. So back in December, Council made a deliberate decision to dename those assets. Um, and then on Thursday, uh, five councillors, led by Councillor Tully, made the decision to reverse that and to keep the poor Pasali name on the bridge and Pasali Drive in Numanto. Right. So right. one of the decisions was based on Pasali Drive, which... Uh, Paul joined yes. us yesterday and said so that that was named after Paul Basali's parents. parents. Yes, absolutely. So you'll see in my original mayoral motion in December, we treated each asset differently. Our naming procedures policy states that if you're a convicted criminal, your name gets removed automatically. So the Paul Pasali Bridge name was removed. It was removed automatically last year. It's not there on the bridge. Mm-hmm. The Pasali Drive we accepted, um, even that was nominated by. Former Councillor Charlie Pasali and no conflict of interest was ever declared. We accepted it was named after his parents, which is why it wasn't removed automatically. It's why we went to the landowners as per the naming procedures policy, which required at least 75% of the landowners to want to have that changed. We approached every single landowner along Pasali Drive. Um, all of the landowners, bar one, responded. And every single landowner that responded wanted it changed. And I had some of them tell me it's so embarrassing and they can't wait for it to be changed. Okay, so... so where, their voices have been removed. So where is it now? Yeah, what, what's happened now? So there's some, some revelations overnight from Councillor Milligan uh, yeah. who has posted th- uh, something on Facebook in regards to changing yeah. his vote. Mm-hmm. So a special meeting will be held on the 12th of July. Is that correct? If you go to Councillor Russell Morgan's Facebook page, he has issued uh, a statement um, that he wishes to change his mind. He has a great deal of remorse over the decision he's, he's made. It was a decision that was very much rushed on the floor of the council. So council have notified the CEO yesterday that we wish to repeal that uh, particular motion. We have to give five business days notice for that, so the meeting will be Tuesday next week. Mm-hmm. And we've also requested a special council meeting. And at that special council meeting, we're asking for that uh, resolution to be repealed, so the D, to remove those names off the bridge and the drive. Um, we'll also make sh- we're also recommending that the naming of it be sent back to the CEO and for the CEO to work with the traditional owners and let them decide names of those two new assets. Okay. And I think mm. this being NADOC week, it's very appropriate. Yeah, we, we've also had some reports that, you know, that uh, the numbers weren't correct from, from some mm. survey that was done. Now, yeah, sure. can you clarify that for us? Absolutely. Every single councillor has access to earlier drafts of council reports. We, we, we regularly have briefings on reports. And as the chair, I do follow when, when things are loaded onto our system called Info Council. I do look at them. For this particular one, um, this report included the com- social media comments from Eastwick City Council's Facebook page, but also included comments from um, a News Corp Facebook page as well. I thought this was highly irregular. We've never done that before. The only time I've ever seen Facebook used for consultation was for naming bilbies. Mm-hmm. We have a community engagement platform called Shape Your Ripswich, and you've heard me promote Shape Your Ripswich many times on our regular show. Mm-hmm. So I asked the CEO um, what is best practice when it comes to community engagement. Does Facebook you know, 
engage community sentiment. Um, the CEO went away and looked at it. If she said, I, I, the report says that it is, I would have said, okay, and that's what happened. However, she did look at it. She did speak to community engagement professionals, and I believe overwhelmingly no community engagement, uh, engagement pr professional would say that Facebook gauges community sentiment. It is an echo chamber, um, and the CEO has let me know that from the council perspective, the decision had already been made by council to dename. So what was part of the community consultation was what would be the new name? So we had plenty of people who were so delighted that the name was changing that didn't participate in the consultation. So the decision was made by the CEO, as the CEO is legal, legally allowed to, and is actually expected to do, the CEO authorises reports to come to council. The CEO made that decision to remove the Facebook comments. She did put a couple of paragraphs in the report to say that there was a lot of Facebook comments, but we, were, we then looked at what was on the Shapey Research platform because we know who they are, we don't, where they're from, are they from Ipswich or not, and how many times they commented. Because mm. of those 6,000-plus comments... Um, some people could have commented a hundred times. They will be counted as a hundred yeah, different look, comments. Yeah, we, we understand how yeah. Facebook works. Genuine, we, yeah, we, genuine we, community engagement. Yeah. You would understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, absolutely. Oh, yeah. We don't. Yeah. We don't think Facebook is a valid uh, unless it's not you for know, community engagement. Not for, for a level of community government. engagement. No, no, absolutely no. not. All right. Well, so, so look, I, look, I just let you know that there is. I haven't received anything from any agency, but I do understand from media that Council Johnick has uh, made a complaint. Um, and that, that'll go through, that'll go to the Office of the Independent Assessor, I assume, and we just need to let that play out and let the truth come out. That's yes. all we can do. Yes, we, that's right. You know, the, the truth obviously will rise. Yes. So, mm. you know, mm. that's what... Uh, it will, and I've, I've found out, obviously, since this, I've spoken with the CEO, um, both the Councillor John and the Deputy Mayor met with the CEO on the 2nd of June when they saw the report, mm -hmm. and they talked about her, their concerns back on the... Sorry, on the 2nd of June, it was. So I would say if you were genuinely concerned with the report back on the 2nd of June when you met with the CEO, they should have let all the councillors know or at least reported me back then. Um, the fact that it was held back and made as a gotcha moment, uh, which on something that's really embarrassed our city, I think is not acceptable. Mm. All right. Well, uh, we'll wait till the uh, yes. 12th of July to, yeah. for this, this meeting. Obviously, uh, Councillor Milligan, he's uh, placed his comments up on the Facebook page. Um, yep. And obviously he's uh, going to change his vote, which will turn it back to a 5-4 vote in return. Yes, and look, if you people wish to give myself and the councils any feedback, feel free to call us or email us as well. So we'd love to hear from you. All right. Okay. Mayor Theresa Harding, thank you. thank you so much. Thank you. Marnie and Camper, River 949.